a very good evening to you. to another Sweet and Swing here on Mike's Radio. I'm Howard Kane. Always a pleasure to have your company right through to the top of the hour. What have we got? Bit of Alex Walsh. If you've got a very good memory, memory you'll remember the old maestro used to use a bit of Alex Walsh as his theme tune. Mel Pell at piano. Our friends at Enser. To start off, I've had some more d'oeuvres.
good way to start a meal and a good way to start Sweet and Swing. Hors d'oeuvre, Sid Phillips and his orchestra. Do you ever see the hors d'oeuvre trolley these days in a restaurant? I don't know. Always remember, if you're of a, a certain um, age, shall we say, going down to the Barn restaurant down in Port St Mary and that the meal there would all start with the hors d'oeuvre trolley coming around. And you could take your pick of various bits of things like roll mops and cold vegetables and bits of salmon or lobster and all that sort of thing. Hors d'oeuvre trolley. And a wonderful way to start. Prawns, of course, etc., etc. You don't seem to see it in the same way now, it must be said. Uh, although I think Carl of Carl's Bistro, when he was out at Salty Will at one stage, he did something similar. Wonderful. Uh, I think it's much underrated, the hors d'oeuvre trolley, because you could take what you wanted, and to a degree, as much or as little as you wanted, so you didn't have to feel overfaced or underfaced if you're a bit of a piggy. Well, I liked them in any case. In that case, musical hors d'oeuvres with Sid Phillips and the boys. Uh, Sid himself uh, was actually, wasn't his real name, he was actually born Isidore Simon, uh, but it became Sid Phillips. Born in the East End, uh, one of three brothers and four sisters, and whilst he was still at school, he and his elder brothers, Harry, who played the trumpet, and Ralph, who played banjo, all self-taught, used to practice at the end of their garden because their mother, apparently, wasn't that enamoured with the music they made and chased them out of the house when they made what she referred to as all that noise. However, it seemed that uh, what her mum, their mum didn't like, their neighbours did because the neighbours loved them uh, and thought lots of the neighbours would stand round in the street, <laughs> it's reported listening and tapping their feet and clapping. And such was the start, back in the 1920s, of the Riviera Five. Don't know who the other two were off the top of my head. It, it was this group, uh, augmented back in uh, the early 20s, 23, by Sid Krieger on piano and Joe Baddis drums, that Sid first toured on the continent. So that'd make up the five, wouldn't it? Three brothers, and then Sid, uh, uh, Joe Baddis, and uh, Sid Krieger. Too many Sids, aren't there? All the same. However, by the time they started touring, they renamed the Riviera Five the Melodians and became something of a favourite in a lot of fashionable European cities. And Sid went on to compose numerous titles, including Clarinet Cadenza, which became something of a signature tune for him. But it was, indeed, the recording of David Comer's hors d'oeuvre that became the first post-war 78 to be awarded a golden record for selling a million copies. Not bad going, eh? Not bad. You can see why it's got a catchy little number, isn't it? One way or another. Uh, we better have some vocals. What else will be coming up? Like I said, uh, we'll be dropping into Ensler again. Um, Alex Walsh. I haven't had Alex Walsh on the bend for quite some time. And our classic motoring as well. We'll squeeze one of those in, I think. But what about a bit of Deany first? Alan Dean and Ambrose, a girl in Calico.
Concord, down in Santa Fe. Used to be her Sunday boat till I rode away. Do I want her? Do I want her love? Yes, sirree. Will I win her? Will I win her love? Wait and see. See most every kind of gown, every kind of gown, but who made my heart sing? Yippee-i, yippee-o, my little gal in Calico. Alan Dean singing with Ambrose and the orchestra. Uh, and Deanie, Alan Dean, well, he sang with all sorts, really, along with uh, Ambrose. He sang with Harry Roy and Jack Wallace and Art Thompson, Oscar Rabin, Frank Weir, Harry Leader, you name it. Uh, he sang with quite a lot of the top boys at the time. And then in the late 1940s, he, as bebop, was beginning to become a thing. I know, yeah, it didn't appeal to everyone coming off the back of the swing era. Bebop started to creep in as Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie and the boys started out in the States and it came across the Atlantic, this new sound, very alien to a lot of ears at the time. However, I think he could see that this was the way it was going, so he formed his own bebop band. And it can't have been too bad because on tenor sax he had one Ronnie Scott who went on to, I think he opened a jazz club of some kind. Don't know. Is it still going? Yes, maybe one of the famous, the most famous jazz clubs in the world, certainly in Britain, I would say. Still stared out pretty much most nights. And he also then became a founder of the Keynote Singing Group. But uh, later, old Deanie, not Ronnie Scott, he stayed in Britain and ran the club in Frith Street and Greek Street, I think it was. But uh, Deanie emigrated out to the States in the end. Don't know what happened to him after that, whether he retired or not. Now, I promised you a bit of... must have retired at some stage, I suppose. <laughs> uh, how about some Mel Powell, piano prodigy, wonderful player. I haven't featured any Mel for a while, but uh, we've featured a few tracks of him off and on here on Sweet and Swing over the years. Uh, I thought perhaps we'd go for a nice one. What about a rendition, or Mel's rendition at least, of Loverman?
Well, there we go. Uh, rather appropriate for this time of year. Let's go shopping. Sort of thing that might feature on Morris's A Little Light music as well, because it's by Robert Farnan. Ole Jensen, Robert Farnan and the Melody Light Orchestra from 1950, um, playing that in our classic motoring music. Dare say a lot of people might be going shopping at this time of the year, being the run-up to Christmas. It's when people like to go and uh, do their shopping. I, well, I say like. Yeah, it's a Marmite thing, isn't it? Some people love Christmas, and I know other people don't like it at all. But, you know, what's not to like? Twinkly lights, lots of good food, seeing friends, Christmas carols. I do think you have to be of a bah humbug not to enjoy it one way or another. Anyway, let's go shopping. Nice little number, that. It starts off sounding like incidental music from a carry-on film, does it not? As soon as I heard it there, I was thinking of carry-on camping or something like that. Did Robert Farnan write? Music for the carry-on films. It sounds remarkably like it, doesn't it? Lightweight, light, classical music, or just some light music, I suppose, with a classical bent, which would fit in, as I say, to either programme. Let's go shopping and enjoy that. Before that, something a little bit more serious from the prodigy that was Mel Powell playing Loverman, and he really was another piano prodigy, another musician who started out at an incredibly young age, another man... Not his real name, he was actually born Melvin Epstein and was indeed prodigious. He'd taken piano lessons from private teachers from the age of four and had his own Dixieland combo, the Dixieland Six, performing in New York by the time he was 12. Graduated from high school two years later, performed at Nick's in the Greenwich Village on a regular basis alongside the likes of Bobby Hackett and Zussie Singleton and Eddie Condon. And in the late 1930s, just as war was breaking out in Europe, he made friends with the pianist Willie the Lion Smith, who taught him the stride piano technique and became so good at that that Art Tatum started to pay attention to him. And Mel later went on to collaborate with Muggsy Spanier's big band before joining one Benny Goodman at the age of 18. You get the idea. He was rather good. He stayed for a short time with Goodman, uh, working for a while there with him and composing... Songs such as The Earl and Jersey Bounce and Mission to Moscow. And then in the summer of 1942, he began playing for Raymond Scott's CBS Big Band, but had to leave when he was drafted into the army. And the following year, one Glenn Miller, who dissolved his famous civilian orchestra a year earlier and joined the army, took him on to work for the US Army Air Force Band as a pianist and arranger. Marvellous. And yet it's a name you just don't hear bandied round as much, do you? Glenn Miller, all over the place. Mel Powell? Not so much. Not for lack of talent, that's for sure. Where should we head next? Always trying to think of something a little bit different. Um, well, i tell you what. How about a little bit of this? <laughs>
hope you recognise that and you were cholstoning around your living room or bedroom or kitchen or wherever this afternoon finds you, one way or another. <laughs> Good number, Alex Walsh and his band. And as I said at the beginning of the programme, if you are of a certain age or a very good memory or both and you remembered the old maestro's show, Jim's Jazz Hour, a sort of forerunner. Well, actually, there was Jim's Jazz Hour and that used to run with a programme I did called How About Jazz. And uh, now, of course, uh, sadly, the old maestro are no longer with us. Um, happily, well, I still am, but I now do. Of course, the modern show is now called Jumping In with Brother Chris. And here we are on Sweet and Swing, which the old maestro produced right up uh, towards the end of his life, really, before uh, I was privileged to take over, I guess. But yeah, Jim's Jazz Hour ran for many a year on Mike's Radio. And the theme tune for that, I think it was called something like Dogging Around. Don't know if you'd get away with that theme these days. It wasn't Jim's theme. That was the theme given to it by Alex Welshner's band. A great uh, track. Deep, dip, 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 and you could hear a bit of the same sort of thing Alex Welsh given to Cushion. Yeah, sort of as they were swinging along with the band there. A bit of an Alex Welsh technique, as it were. You could hear the same sort of sound, same sort of instrumentation as well. That was his theme for a long time on uh, Jim's jazz hour. Haven't had any Alex Welsh on Sweet and Swing for quite some time. So I thought we'd put it right. And I have actually, I kept the CD, which he used for his theme, um, when we cleared the house. So uh, I might play the original theme tune at some stage. Remind me if I forget. In fact, if you think of anything you'd like to remind me of or just uh, give me an idea about, I'd love to hear from you anytime. If you're listening in faraway climes and want to join the faraway club, it's gotten very quiet, very quiet in recent months. But if you're listening via the old interweb in somewhere exotic, Asia, Antarctica, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, America, India. Other places exist, but a bit further afield than Ronig or Blackpool. Then get in touch. Howard Kane, 
at manxradio.com, C-A-I-N-E. Or if there's an artist you'd like to hear featured, or a band you haven't heard for a long time, or something you'd like to do a special on, then let me know. Same address, Howard Kane, C-A-I-N-E, at manxradio.com. And it would be lovely to hear from you. Or if you want to put pen to paper, as I know John and Father Sean and a couple of regulars do, then it'd be lovely to hear from you via the old pen and paper. Howard Kane, Sweet and Swing, Manx Radio, Broadcasting House, Douglas Head, Douglas, in the Isle of Man. And that code is I-M for Mother, 1-5-B-W. Why not do it? Why not? What are those boys and girls at Enter up to? Did you hear about the very Kelvin-side lady who was sent to join the land army as a milkmaid? Farmer said, uh, have you ever milked a cow before? She said, no, um, actually. So he said, well, go and milk that one in the barn over there. Half an hour afterwards, she came back and the farmer said, well, uh, have you milked the cow? And the lady from Kelvin said, yes, I, uh, I have, um, actually. But uh, don't you think I should have had a pail or something? <laughs> now we, uh, we have a song about a man a man you all love, and it may bring tears to your eyes. We know a splendid fellow, quite the finest in the land, who does his best for everyone, he's really simply grand. Smiling face, a happy song, he's always bright and gay. A kindly word for one and all, to help us on our way. He's, he's a, a fine old British gentleman, the foreman of our factory. <laughs> Don't look round, don't look round. Watch where he settles. <laughs> he calls for us at crack of dawn when cock begins to crow. He tells us when he wakes us that our country needs us so. And if we're late and miss the bus, he's never looking glum. But gets there first and everything is started when we come. He's a fine old British gentleman, the foreman of our factory. Don't touch him, don't touch him. Sweep all round him, sweep all round him. <laughs> he pats us on the back and says, don't work too hard for me. And if you're tired, please tell me, and I'll make a cup of tea. <laughs> he gives us all his sugar, and, we, and we've only got to ask. And out will come his whiskey, which he brings us in a flask. He's a fine old British gentleman, the foreman of our factory. Just let his name bother at all, really. He calls in at the canteen just to ask them what we've got. Insists that we get turkey, and he helps to keep it hot. He passes round the serviettes and the finger bowls galore. Then gives us all an orange as we pass out through the door. He's a fine old British gentleman, the foreman of our factory. Dear old pal. <laughs> and when at last we're packing up and finished for the day, yes. he folds up all our overalls and packs them all away. He kisses us goodbye and chucks us underneath the chin. And says, please come tomorrow if you don't mind looking in. He's a fine old British gentleman, the former of our factory. Ah, 
there they go, Enser or the Western Brothers there, with a fine old British gentleman. You can tell that there was lots of, um, yes, sympathy, I should say, or connection in the audience there with the fine old British gentleman, the foreman of the factory. A lot of people, of course, be working in the factory in the war years, whether they liked it or not. And I suspect the foreman wasn't quite so generous as the character portrayed in the Western Brothers song, judging by the laughter. Good stuff in any case. I love that very far, far back draw from the Western Brothers. Great act they had back in the day. <laughs> and keeping the home fires burning and the faces smiling in the face of adversity. Lovely stuff. Let's join Lou Stone, Joe Ferry in the chorus and Tina. at all. I love the sound of the needle 
on the 78 there as well on that transcription. Tina Lou Stone with Joe Ferry and the chorus on the vocals. Joe, the trombone playing vocalist, featured with quite a few bands outside of Lou Stone. Uh, played with Billy Cotton, Roy Fox and Geraldo and Jack Jackson as well back in the day. And then who knows where. I don't know where Joe Ferry went after that. Another of those names that you'll hear here, but not many other places, I dare say. But he had his moment in the sun, like we all do. Toots Thielman's had a bit longer in the sun, quite a long career, actually, playing, and only last year we were at the Jazz Festival in Brussels and still being remembered. Toots Thielman's, you can still buy a Toots Thielman watch, if you like a watch collector, in the Oris Jazz series. I'll tell you that because I have a few of them, but not the Toots Thielman one, a Thielman one tricky name to say but he was a fine player and a long career as well here he is on that wonderful old ballad Willow Weep for Me
Told you it was a good player. Played harmonica as well, of course. And a great little liner note uh, from uh, Alain Tassinet writing in the selection to this of uh, Jazz in Paris. How in May of 1949 at the Salle Play uh, Theatre in Paris saw an onstage jam session to close the uh, year's Saint du Jazz. All on stage at the same time, I believe, or on the same bill in any case. Sidney Bechet, Charlie Parker, Miles Davis... Hot Lips Page, Kenny Dorham, James Moody, Don Bias, Max Roach and several others. <laughs> well, that would have been a gig and a half. Verging towards the modern side of things, of course, bebop onwards somewhat. Among the others, a Belgian guitarist seen at the Nice Festival the previous year. The man we've just heard, a certain Jean Toots Thielmans. And those who found his presence a bit odd, it's written, didn't know that of all the Europeans present there that evening, Toots was the only one who'd also been to the States and jammed at the Three Juices with Howard McGee's band and also Lenny Tristano's trio and showed it was possible to play a bit of bebop by just knowing the chords and the records. Why not, if you're skillful enough? <laughs> it's also noted that if the government and red tape hadn't been so complicated, Toots wouldn't have been there. Benny Goodman wanted to hire Toots for his group as he was going to front at the Paramount Theatre to double on guitar and harmonica, despite the fact... The French public had booed Toots on harmonica earlier that year, and Boris Vien, the jazz critic, had written in the review Combat, Toots Thielmans playing Laura on the harmonica made us sorry we missed the astonishing things he'd have played on a more suitable instrument. Ooh, ouch. a pitter-patter And I'd like to be safe in bed Skies are weeping While the world is sleeping 
cobble heaping on our head it is best not to stay and chatter or to great voice he had really rich and round and velvety mel torme we've been uh, digging into these albums four classic albums in two cds of course from the avid jazz series who are all great friends of this show supplying a lot of great music over the years uh, and that particular album mel's torme it's a blue world well it's a multicolored world at the moment it's coming up to christmas isn't it so it is a blue world generally i tend to agree but for the next few weeks, we can hopefully take a little bit of solace, if we can, at least, from a run-up to Christmas. I know we can't escape things, but at least it puts a little smile on your face, seeing some of the lights and tinsel and glitter, isn't it, even though it uh, doesn't last forever. But there we are. Make the most of it is the uh, probably the plan, but you could say that of life in general, couldn't you? Mel Torme on vocals there, Marty Pake, piano and conductor, Stan Pellegrini, conductor in the studio, orchestra, Frank Beach, featured on trumpet, and Al Hendrickson, on guitar till the clouds roll by. Lovely number. They may or may not be rolling by this weekend, mightn't they? I mean, it's been glorious the last few days. Beautiful, those proper, clear, frosty skies, blue as a blackbird's egg, as they say. Gorgeous, but cold. It's the catch-22 at this time of the year, isn't it? Either it's lovely, but freezing, or it's nice, or... I say nice, or it's warmer, but then at this time of the year it normally means it's going to be wetty and windy. Take your pick. I think I know which I prefer, but uh, clearly sometimes if the roads get very icy, it can get a little bit treacherous for some people. Now, we mentioned, <laughs> I think we've mentioned Benny Goodman twice in the show this evening, being referenced uh, and working with other artists we've uh, been featuring, so I thought we'd better feature the man himself. 
Benny Goodman. And here's a good one for the time of year, because we have seen the moon quite a bit of late. Moonglow. Thank you. 
what a lovely touch he had. Eddie Parkin playing the piano impressions of Billy Mayle and a track there, which I thought was rather appropriate for the time of year. It's called Song of the Fir Tree. And before that, of course, Moonglow, also I thought vaguely appropriate for the time of year, which was, of course, Benny Goodman, another wonderful player and someone who's been referenced, well, two or three times this evening, I think. Brilliant player in his own right. Perhaps we should do another Benny Goodman special at some stage. Don't know, wouldn't be a bad idea. As I say, any ideas you'd like for specials, just drop me a line, Kane at manxradio.com. And we'd be delighted to hear from you. Be delighted to hear from you, even if only to say Happy Christmas. Same time, same place, next week. Look after yourselves, and we shall see you then. Take care. Cheerio. <laughs>